Sephora stores are everywhere you are. So just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist, a confidence boost before your interview, or a last-minute gift for mom's birthday. There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy. But you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Then Ashley made some reels about it and stuff, and it went viral. The Daily Mail and all these some news stations, all these news outlets were were posting about it. And my husband was like, "Okay, so the thing that I wanted to keep secret from everyone now everyone knows because." And I was so (laughs) embarrassed that. Just the entire occurrence was so embarrassing. Welcome to the Healing Herb Podcast. This is your grief expert and friend, Ashley Lemieux. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas and happy holidays! As you can tell, one of us can sing and one of us cannot. You didn't laugh that time. We just redid this like five times. I know. I had to get in the zone. (laughs) Were you embarrassed of me because I'm not on tune? No. It's just so funny. (laughs) You guys, we are here with my sister, Brooke. Hello. Um, I feel like this is the most random, but it's going to be such a fun holiday episode. I think that we all just kind of need one right now. We need a good laugh. We need a good laugh. Holidays are so fun, can be so full of joy and so exciting, and also can be hard, stressful, overwhelming, burnt out, all the things. So we hope that today's episode of our most embarrassing holiday stories, plus some of your most embarrassing holiday stories that we had you sent in, makes you laugh in these next 20 minutes together. I will say, too, I'm a little sad. I almost started crying this morning because we leave North Carolina tomorrow and we don't know when we're going to see each other again after this. Yeah, we can't talk about it yet. Well, I'm leaving tomorrow. I know. I was thinking about it today. And last time I left the summer, I think it was a little bit easier because I knew that we were going to be back here two months later. But this time, because it's winter... We're not big winter people. Yeah. And so Arizona's the place that it's you peak stay. season. Right it's now. peak season. It's when all the snowbirds go to Arizona because it's sunny. You feel good. You feel happy. I don't do good in the cold. And when it's gloomy, I get a little sad inside. So we're going back to Arizona. But then that means that we might not see each other for five months, which will be the longest we haven't seen each other for a long time. Mm hmm. And Mike and I have spent Christmas is alone with each other a few times throughout the years. But I think that this is your first Christmas with your family not being all together with all of us. How are you feeling about that? Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I actually I feel pretty good about it. 
Um, I think because all of you were here for Thanksgiving and I mean, I'm just making the most of it. What am I going to do? So I'm very happy because my husband realized that his day off of the week actually is on Christmas Day. It just like randomly is. Which so, is so lucky. Yeah. That we just found that out. We didn't think he'd be home. So honestly, I'm so excited about that. And I'm excited to just do something with my family. I mean, we've got to make it the best that we can and it's going to be fun and they're excited and so we'll have we'll have a good christmas and we'll miss all of our family in arizona too yeah we're gonna miss you guys it's gonna be weird just us yeah we'll be so quiet without all my kids (laughs) it will be really quiet but we've also had the best past month together so we thought today we are gonna share some of our most embarrassing holiday stories. Neither of us know what the other one is going. There's no way that you don't know what mine is. Well, I probably do, but I don't know what it is that you're going to share. Do you want to kick it off? Yeah, I'll kick it off. Okay. Okay. Louis Gate. Oh, this is 2022. Obviously is mine. Wait, I'm so glad. Glad you're bringing this story back. Okay, the story, start, the story the is beginning. an annual tradition now. So from the beginning, this was last year. All of a sudden, there is a package at my door. I mean, there's a lot of packages at my door because it was around this time of year. So I'd been ordering stuff that was coming in. So this box comes and it was like, just like the deluxe <laughs> version of any shipping pack package you've ever seen and it was addressed to me but even getting it open took me a good while like I had to figure out how to get it open it was packaged so well it was packaged so well and so I was like what could this be I was like maybe it's like a PR package sometimes I get some of those and so I was just really really hoping it was something fun inside and it was something fun it inside. was something fun inside <laughs> I open it up, and to my surprise, there is a Louis Vuitton bag, not just like a little wallet or like a little hand purse, like a, like a big, nice Louis Vuitton bag. I mean, I say that like if it was a wallet or something, I, I would have been just as excited <laughs> since it was the Louis Vuitton, but... And tell us what you were thinking in that moment when you opened up, when you saw the Louis Vuitton. So I opened it up and I was just like, what? But just, it was so beautiful. And also I was so confused of why I had a Louis Vuitton bag. And I 100% knew that my husband did not buy it. He was a medical student. So like I was I think that's the best part of the story is that it didn't even cross your mind that maybe your husband was surprising you. No, he was not even on the list of people who this could have been from. No. And I never felt like, oh, this was like I got this on accident or something because like it was addressed to me like my name was on it. (laughs) But I was like, why? Who would send this? So my first thought was actually that Ashley would send it. (laughs) I don't even have my own Louis Vuitton bag. So Brooke calls me and tells me about it. And I say, that's not from me. I promise you that I did not give you this bag. No, I immediately text you a picture of it, Ashley. And I said, this just came in the mail. And you were like, what? Like, that's beautiful. Yeah. And so (laughs) I think after we talked about it for a little while, I think I might have asked you, I was like, are you, is this from you? Like, is it a surprise? 
And she's like, no, but then you go, yes, it's from me. Ha ha. Something like that. And but so I was totally kidding. Yeah, She was kidding. And so then I called her and I was like, I knew it or whatever. And so then we're talking on the phone about it. And then and then you find a note in the box. I find a note and I go, Ashley, it is from you. I go, wait, it has Mike's name on it. And Mike is my employer. So Mike, my husband, also, Brooke also does some work for him for his company. Yeah, but like he wouldn't send me a Louis Vuitton bag. Well, and the note said every boss needs a bag. Needs a nice bag. Boss babe or something. Yeah. The, the note said something like sweetie or boss babe and she read it and I was like, Mike would never send you a note like that. It says sweetie. It said like sweetie like, or something. Mike's never going to call you sweetie or babe. That's so weird. So then all of a sudden I was like, wait, did Mike send you a surprise bag for me? And then what it happened? Hit. It hit and I remembered maybe a few weeks honestly earlier that he had texted me and was like will you be home on this date a package is coming to your house and I was just like I don't know if I'll be home but sure like send it and I think he said I'm sending Ashley's Christmas present like that was the end because he didn't want to tell her what it was he wasn't trying to be showy or flashy about it he was trying to make it nonchalant (laughs) but then all of a sudden, so the best part is, though, that Brooke, before all this transpired, she had had her husband take an unboxing video of her with the Open bag. It. She felt like a million bucks. She was just so excited. And then she felt like the armpit of Earth. Oh, my gosh. I she was, felt so I'm, bad. She ruined I Mike's surprise. I felt so shameful in that moment because for some reason, like even when I read the note, it still never crossed my mind that he had told me he was sending me a Christmas present for you. And I think that was like, because then Ashley made some reels about it and stuff, and it went viral. The Daily Mail and all these some news stations, all these news outlets were, were posting about it. And my husband was like, okay, so the thing that I wanted to keep secret from everyone, now everyone knows because... And I was so <laughs> embarrassed that... Just the entire occurrence was so embarrassing. And I felt so, so bad. But I think that was the most common asked question was people were like, how did she not remember that Mike told her that he was sending a present for Ashley? And you saw the box, you blacked out. Not even that. But it's I mean, like being a mom with three, like coordinating three kids schedules and then also a student and I work and like and your husband was in med school (laughs) our schedules are just so crazy it's honestly it's not that surprising to me such a good one sad though that lives on in our family history we need to write that I'm forever indebted to Mike for the rest of my life but he took it like a champ so did Ashley I felt so bad and neither of them they just like brushed it off and thought it was honestly hilarious it honestly made everything so much better it is so funny that we still are talking we still talk about it and just a few weeks ago i feel like i was like ashley do you ever use the bag i never see it (laughs) i use it for business meetings but that's it it. no she doesn't use it that much and then everyone was telling you that you guys should buy me one and you were like do not buy me like mike would like that mike should buy me give me that one and buy you a new one and i was like that would be even more mortifying honestly (laughs) i would i could never accept that you said at this point i do not want a louis vuitton bag no never (laughs) 
<laughs> That's a good one. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. I want to hear yours. So Mike doesn't even know this one. Mine is really weird. Do I know it? No, I've never told anyone because you guys, this is so weird. But I also feel like oh, if no. you have lost someone, kind of the dark grief humor gets you through <laughs> sometimes. And this is one of those situations where in the moment it was so weird, but then it was just so <laughs> funny because my grief was so overwhelming that it, this has become my dark grief humor moment okay so this happened what it would have been what two two years ago now two and a half i'm bad at math it was our first christmas after we had lost our late pregnancy with jace and i wanted to go visit his gravesite sorry <laughs> this isn't funny but it is this is the dark humor i'm talking about i wanted to go visit his gravesite alone for the first Christmas that we were celebrating without him. By that point, had I had carried him full term, he would have been three months old. And it was a Christmas that we had just been looking forward to. We're so excited. So I took a, tr a little tree to go place on the monument where the unborn babies are buried. And <laughs> there's this man who I say, man, he was probably my age. So I'm there having a moment with my baby boy who is no longer here just trying to have this Christmas connection with him and this guy around my age comes walking up and I can tell he's a bit frazzled a little off I'm like is he drunk I don't know I'm, I'm not here to judge but I'm like you know something too about being in a cemetery, I feel like it's this equalizer where I know they're there and they're also having a hard time. So I actually feel mm -hmm. really seen and really safe. Yeah. Otherwise, I would never have allowed this situation to happen anywhere oh, no. else. <laughs> so I'm like, where do I even take this story now? Because there's so many details I need you to know. The next thing I need you to know is that on top of the monument where the babies are buried is this big statue. And it is a husband and a wife and then a little child and the husband and the wife kind of have their arms wrapped around each other and then the little child is standing at their feet this is a very important detail of the story my sister's cracking up right now this is so good and so bad it's like so bad and i don't i haven't heard this and so i can only imagine I what's haven't to told come a soul. so this guy comes walking up and he's like i'm trying to find my grandma's grave i haven't been here for a long time I'm having a hard time. I just want to visit her and sit here with her. Will you help me find the grave? Wait, he just... He just comes Did up. you ask him if he no. needed help? No, no, no. I was having a moment with with my own baby. And he See, said, ma'am, I need help. Yeah, well, I think... Yeah, so he comes up. I need help. And then he goes, you know, who are you here visiting? And I tell him and he said, can I give you a hug? And... I need to work on this on myself, but I'm it's really hard for me sometimes to yes. protect my boundaries in places where I feel I just feel caught off guard. Do you feel so like you I wanted said, one? 
You know what? I probably did. I honestly I feel like you did too. I feel like you were like, this is a tender moment. I probably did want to hug. And also think back to the pandemic time when we weren't seeing anyone. And so we weren't having like human interaction. It was during that time where Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, yeah, I do. Yeah, you could give me a hug. So he gives me a hug. And I was like, you know what? That probably wasn't the best decision to say yes. So he's like, will you help me find my grandma's grave? And I was like, what's her name? I'll help you walk around a little bit. But then no. So I spent probably five minutes trying to help him find his grandma's grave. And I'm like, good luck. I'm sorry. I couldn't be of help. Got to go back. So I'm back at my baby's monument. He's still looking around. He comes back probably a half an hour later and he says, I've now lost my keys. I'm, I'm trying to go home. I've lost my keys. I can't find my keys. I'm like, man, I'm so sorry. That really sucks. And honestly, I felt for him because, you know, grief brain. Yeah. You just you lose track of things. It's all overwhelming. You're frazzled. I'm having a lot of compassion. So we're standing there on the monument. He puts his arm around me. He looks up to the statue that I have previously told you about, where it's the man and the woman and the baby boy. And he says... Look, it's us. And no. I was like, No. What? Wait. He's like, Look, it's us, me, you, and a baby. <laughs> and I was like, Sir, I'm... that is not us. <laughs> I'm sorry. So then I was like, this is, I was like, this is not a normal situation. Wait, so, I have so many questions. So Can we pause right there? <laughs> Wait, I got to finish okay. and then you have to ask. But I'm going to forget. No, Okay, ask. This is too much. This is why I've never told anyone this. I'm so uncomfortable right now. Oh, my I'm gosh. speechless, but I have so many questions. What's your question? Was he referring to Jace as the baby? I don't know. I don't know, but he was for sure referring to us being this statue monument and recreating did you say anything to him when he said we are that i think i was just like so shockingly sudden you know when you are in uncomfortable moments and then you're trying to process what's happening and being said and it's almost as if you're having a delayed processing reaction because it is so out of the normal of what you you would think back and you're like oh i could have said this 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 and this yeah i should have done that that and that so did you say nothing but i was in a freeze i was frozen i was like maybe if i just stay frozen then this will end and i remember just kind of backing uh away i mean that that um that starts feeling like I am in a circumstance where it's creepy. Like, will I survive? It's creepy. So now I somehow get out of that situation. Wait, did you say anything to him? I can't remember. This was a few years ago. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's so bad. So then all of a sudden, so he leaves. Probably 10 minutes later, (laughs) I hear this car alarm going off. There's a big shatter, and then a car alarm is going off. He comes walking back with a bloody fist. No. And I say, are you okay? And he said, I found my keys. I locked them in my car. So I punched through my window so I could get them out to go home. And I was Do you realize that your life was at stake? Do you realize? Have you yet comprehended that your life was at stake in that situation? This was a really bizarre situation with a man who was having 
a really difficult time. And I think this is probably why I haven't told anyone because it is so every part of the story just gets worse and worse. And I was just there <laughs> just trying to have Christmas with my baby. Like, <laughs> Wait, this? No. And no. So then after that, I left. I he said punched. to myself, I'm done here. Wait, so what did you I, say to him I after said, he punched the window? He had the bloody hand. I said, I'm... Why did he even come back to you? I don't know. To tell me? I don't know. I asked him if he was okay. He showed me his bloody knuckles. And I said, I'm so sorry. I hope you can get home and get some help. I have to go home now. And I left. I left. That's a lot. That was a lot. I can't believe this is the forum in which you are sharing this right now. How else would I share um, it? Because I just don't know that this is, I don't think this is an embarrassing story. I don't well, even think, no, I'm actually like scared for to leave you alone right now. If that's the type of situation that you are not running for your life from. Okay, but I think. Okay, no, I have some questions. I need to stop This you. was just a few months after losing Jace. The so grief you not in your right mind. Real. Do you, did he ever find his grandma's grave? I don't know. I didn't so ask. So do we know that his grandma had a grave there? No, we don't know. What if he, he saw there? you driving as he was driving by and stopped? Brooke, there are so many questions that could be answered. But instead of asking myself those questions, I just take the experience for what it was. It has become my dark grief holiday humor. And never again oh. will that happen to me. My gosh. <laughs> are you shocked and concerned? Yes. <laughs> I No, I honestly am. And you're just like laughing about it. But I'm concerned for you. Because it's so funny. Okay. So, Brooke's shocked. So I don't know how we're going to move on from this well, now. Now we are going to move on to some of the stories that you all sent in because they are good. Wait, when are they, we telling Mike this? Well, Mike's going to hear this for the first time when he listens to the no, episode. And no, we need to tell him. We need to tell him first. I think he would be really upset. Okay, you're right. We'll tell him first. Yeah. You can tell him. No, Mike gets really oh, as he should. He's very protective of me. Yeah, he, I feel make... protective of you right now, and I am scared about this situation. And he is. This was years ago. This was I a couple of years ago, though. So it's and over you, now. Uh, and you probably did not want to put this burden on him either at that time. But you also have to remember, at that time, I was going through my first Christmas without our baby, and so this was just a background thing that happened. Have that you I didn't gone back of. since? Of course I've gone back okay. since. I don't know. I go back, you know, multiple times a year. But yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. So Brooke has not read these that you've sent in. So I'm going to have her I'm read. I'm already stunned enough. You're stunned enough. I'm going to have her read these going in blindly. Oh, and we're no. just going to read a few. But we'll start here. I and did then not I'll read see that one. one coming from me. I know. So. Okay. Okay. Here's one of your stories that you sent in. So I was 19, got married to my first husband at 18. Do not recommend. No, she, Brooke didn't say do not recommend. Oh, sorry. The, the person said do not recommend. <laughs> so you know the story's going to be good if that's how it starts. <laughs> anyway, I actually was very close with his parents. For the most part, they were wonderful, but this was the most awkward cringe thing ever. And they got me sexy lingerie like sets for Christmas, like a huge box full of lingerie. <laughs> And I had absolutely no idea and opened it in front of them. 
and his entire family. My husband wasn't there because he was in the military and deployed. They thought it was the most hilarious, wonderful gift because, and I quote, we were hoping to encourage grandbabies. (laughs) It was like 13 years ago and I'm still mortified. (laughs) Could you imagine if... Your in-laws gave you a huge, Mm. sexy box of laundry that you opened in front of Ty's entire family. Never. They never would. But, like, maybe if it was like, oh, this is really funny just for, like, a funny reaction. But they were also serious about it, too. And it's not even funny for a funny reaction. That is not funny humor to me. Or you. (laughs) Well, I don't think... I don't know. From that story, I don't think they thought it was funny. I think well, they were they... encouraging ba- grandbabies. I that's... know. That's a lot. Okay. Okay. That's a lot. Yep. Okay. Next one. Okay. This one made me laugh so hard when I read it. After Christmas at my in-laws one year, this was before we were married. We were all clearing the table and cleaning up. My husband and father-in-law are about the same height and both happen to be wearing similar red Christmas flannels. I walked into the kitchen and who I thought was my husband was standing towards the sink with his back to me. I saw an opportunity and seized it. I used all my strength and pulled. <laughs> I used all my strength and pulled those Broxer briefs as high as I could to give him the biggest wedgie. It wasn't until my father-in-law turned around in slow motion that I realized what I had done. <laughs> That is so epic. That's so funny. What would have ha- what would happen? I need I need to hear more like how what the ending was. And the, I that I think that was like the what? ending. <laughs> the sh- well, what did the what did the father-in-law do? I don't know. I can't even comprehend. Oh my gosh. Like, think about if that was your father-in-law. Oh, if that was Mike's dad? Yeah. No. Like, I'm crying thinking of... No, that makes me have such secondhand embarrassment. I can oh, barely handle it. so much. Okay. Oh, here's... And then, like, do they walk out? Is it the type of thing where you walk out laughing and tell everybody? Or, like, you just never talk about it again? No, I think you have to tell everyone and you make have it a to. joke. Otherwise, it's so uncomfortable. Every time you see them. That's yeah. all you would think about. Definitely. Okay, here's... Here's the next one. Okay. We're going to do just a couple more. Christmas Eve. (laughs) I'm still laughing thinking about the other one. Christmas Eve 15 years ago with my family at my in-laws. Left close to midnight. My belly was rumbling, but I I refused to use their bathroom before we left. Started home and it hit me. Nothing was open. I had no choice. Made my husband stop and I ran in between. (laughs) Two office buildings where it was dark. It was snowing, snow on the ground, a true silent night. And I was digging a hole in the snow like a cat so I could poop. Then covered it up, came out to jump in the car, and my family deserted me. My teenage daughter was bawling and mortified. My younger one kept screaming and laughing, and my husband sped away like he was on a NASCAR track. I was mortified. Everything that I've done for these girls for Christmas over their 31 and 35 years, and this is their favorite Christmas story. Listen, are you oh. a real close-knit family if there's not a couple good poop stories? No, not at all. I mean, we all have them, right? Yes, that, absolutely. That's a good one. Our family, maybe even more than others. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going to end on this one. We're going to end on this quick little story. This is so bad. But my sister was sending 
messages and photos to her boyfriend and accidentally sent it to the family Snapchat instead of her boyfriend right before Thanksgiving Day. No. Oh. <laughs> that is terrible. So what have we learned? So many things. Everyone has terrible holiday stories. But yours, Ashley. Is it pretty bad? I mean, it's just it's just not funny. We, <laughs> I think it's funny. I think it's so funny. We laugh. It's terrifying. We laugh so we don't cry. Exactly. Actually, right now, I'm excited for what we're about to do. We're going into my nephew, so Brooke's son's little preschool sing-along in the chapel of the church that he goes to preschool at. It's going to be wholesome, I think. Yeah, wholesome. We got some good laughs, and now we get to go have some wholesome sing-along songs with the preschoolers (laughs) so we love you guys we hope that this episode brought you some oh tell us more just just fill our dms please i could use this every day if i had a story like these aren't they They, so yeah because they're so out of pocket just so unexpected so Mm -hmm. if you want to keep dming me your embarrassing or your confessions of the holidays that you haven't told anyone keep sharing them and I will keep sharing them on social media because I think that this just adds to a yeah. little Christmas cheer that we need. We hope you guys have the best holiday. Happy holidays. We love you so much. And until I see you again next week, take good care of yourself. I'm so honored you joined us for this episode of the Healing Her podcast, where healing isn't just a destination. It's an empowering, transformative adventure. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss brand new episodes each Tuesday. And if you're ready for more tangible tools, make sure you grab my best-selling book, I Am Here, wherever books are sold or in the link in the show notes below. Take good care of yourself until I see you again next week.